This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie back with today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. I do apologize for being late. I got into a conversation and completely forgot about that beautiful thing called the clock. But we're here. We're here late, but we're here. So, yeah. We are continuing with this next portion of Champions Wildcard. We, of course, as you know, started the next section on Friday of last week. After we determined our winner on Thursday. But now we're back with the second of this next set of nine quarterfinal games. Because it's Monday, I will re- I will reiterate the rules. Normally, I would do this on Monday anyway. The Friday thing was just the, the weird way this tournament's structured. But with each group of 27 players, we'll have nine quarterfinal games, followed by three semifinal games, followed by the two-game final. The winner of the two-game final takes home $100,000 and an invite to the next Tournament of Champions. So that's the structure of what we can expect to see for the next little while. But enough with the overall. Why don't we get into the game itself? How do we do that? Um, First of all, we meet our players. Today we had Leah, Isaac, and one guy whose name I'm not going to try because I might mess it up. And I would not want to hurt his feelings by doing so. The one I immediately remembered was Isaac. Because he appeared on the National College Championship, which was in primetime. He was the semifinalist who did not manage to advance to the finals. They were originally going to bring him back. For a second chance last year, but there were, you know, circumstances that prevented that. So they brought him back now. So, yeah. And the guy whose name I do not want to screw up, I did not remember him at first until he mentioned a conversation he had with Aaron Rodgers who was the guest host while he was playing. And then it clicked who who this guy was. So two out of three is not, not bad for a season 37, 38 tournament. So yeah, there's, there's that. 
this was a more, I'm not going to say a more challenging game. Well, I, in some ways it was a more challenging game because of just, you know, kind of the way the cards fell. But it was definitely a tricky game for the players because there were categories that were poorly understood by the contestants. Then again, just the title of the category itself could have been misleading. Um, Daily Doubles did not fall correctly for some people. Um, Isaac and our friend whose name I do not want to screw up landed them and thanks to me losing track of time I don't remember who got what right. But just the way that things played out during the game, this was a very low scoring game, especially for a tournament of, you know, any kind. First place at the end of Double Jeopardy had less than $8,000. That's how low scoring we're talking about. And I'm not trying to diss the contestants. It just... Some of the categories fell in weird ways. Some of the questions were kind of weird, but... They they did their best. When we got to Final Jeopardy, Isaac and Leah were the ones to get it correct. And Leah, fortunately for, you know, her standing in the tournament, made the right wager. Isaac had the lead for a minute, but then Leah wagered enough to surpass him by a couple thousand dollars. And ended up advancing to the semifinals. So it was a close game. Um, it was a low-scoring ping-pong match, kind of. Because the lead did bounce hands several times. But really, um... Statistically speaking, I would say this is one of the worst games I've seen since those first few weeks that we were doing this when the categories were crazy. Like, they weren't they weren't bad television. They weren't bad on, on account of the contestants. Just, if you look purely at the numbers, they were kind of meh. But there is so much more to these than the numbers. So that's why I said statistically speaking. From a TV point of view, and just watching the contestants, you would never have known that these were going to be such low-scoring games. So, the the contestants and all, all of that was good. It's just the numbers that weren't so great. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off because I'm already up way later than I should be. If I want to keep my schedule in some semblance of decency. Um, Your quick reminder that on Thursday night, I will be late because I have things to do. And with that, I'm going to just wrap it up. Say thank you for tuning in. Good night. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast. An evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast. An evil chocolate cookie production.